Hey, it's Jillian and Katrina, and we are the Coffee Colonists, and we're sponsored by Dunkin' and Disney. And this is our third podcast, Creating a New Nation. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about today is the Articles of Confederation. They were the first form of government here in the United States, and they were designed to make sure the government didn't get too much power. And they had a lot of weaknesses. So the first thing was, 13 states? Ha! No, no, no. More like 13 separate unions. The government also wasn't allowed to tax people, so they had no money. Their lack of resources also restricted their opportunities to have foreign allies. And the federal authority was not respected at all. And the states had way too much influence. So up next, we're going to be talking about how the Constitutional Congress helped develop the Constitution. So first, they helped to eliminate a lot of problems from the Articles of Confederation, and they also wanted to unify the states. And they also strengthened the national government, which was the main flaw of the Articles of Confederation. And they planned to help the country get rid of many debts. Next, we're going to talk about the Great Compromise, which was a conflict between the New Jersey Plan and the Virginia Plan. So, the New Jersey plan was the small states plan, and it wanted each state to have the same amount of representatives in one house. And the Virginia plan was a large states plan, and they wanted two houses that had more people for larger states. So, in the end, they created two houses, one called the Senate, with two representatives per state, And then the other, the House of Representatives, which had representatives based on population in that state. So then there was also the Three-Fifths Compromise, where states wanted slaves to count as people for the representation in the House of Representatives, but they didn't want them to count for their taxes. So they created a law that slaves would count as three-fifths of a person, Next, we're going to talk about the views of the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists. So, the Federalists believed in a loose interpretation of the Constitution, and they believed that if it's not said in the Constitution, then you can do it. And they also wanted power to be within the federal government. And they wanted America to be ruled by the wealthy and educated because educated people should have more of a say in politics than uneducated people, and most educated people just happen to be wealthy. And they also thought that the U.S. should be pro-British and anti-France. They supported the National Bank, and they also wanted tariffs on imports because it would get the people to buy domestic goods. So, they also believed that the future of the United States is in business and manufacturing. 
and one famous Federalist was Alexander Hamilton. So now we'll talk about the Anti-Federalists' views. So they believed in a strict interpretation of the Constitution, which basically meant that unless the Constitution said you could do it, you can't do it. Um, they also believed in rule by the common man or rule by the people instead of rule by just one person like they had in England. They were pro-France and anti-British because the French had helped them during their war, so they thought they needed to do the same. They supported state banks, and they believed that we were destined to be an agricultural empire. They also believed in free trade and an open market. They thought that this would make domestic products better since they would still have to compete with foreign products. And an important anti-federalist was Thomas Jefferson. This is what happened to our government after the Revolutionary War. Enjoy a special message from our sponsor.